full of amazing stories, and the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that live them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole history told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana county. Where We Landed is supported today by Marion Design Co., a social design studio whose mission is to create sustainable design solutions to magnify the powerful stories behind organizations, businesses, and individuals. We believe good design should be accessible to everyone. Our clients include Marion Health, Mississinawa Schools, Princeton University, the City of Marion, and more. With a combined 46 years of professional design experience, Collaboration is critical to our empathetic design solutions through graphic design, interior design, placemaking design, and design thinking. Whether it is branding, marketing, space planning, commercial or residential interior design, or strategic design thinking, Marion Design Co. will hold your story with care. Located in downtown Marion, Indiana, reach out at hello at Design. Co. Find us at www.mariandesign.co or on Instagram and Facebook. Welcome back to Where We Landed. We are excited to be here with you today to bring you another wonderful story of our Grant County community. I am Alicia Hazelwood and I'm joined in studio today with Scott Miller. Hello. And Kylie Jackson. Hey, everybody. Okay. I've got some questions uh, for all four of us. Uh, this is the Icebreaker BFF version by Cosmo Magazine. So Mm. uh, they're a little bit deeper than regular icebreakers, but I'll try and take it easy here. Um, What's a movie TV quote that's stuck in your head forever? You can't handle the truth. (laughs) You are getting a couple few good men references. I love it. (laughs) In the last month, we've had this pop up a couple times. All of mine are from Princess Bride. That's what I was going to say. Mine would be, um, really, there's several from Oprah the Art Thou that are running through my head. And yeah. I was like, uh, they all have cuss words in them. I'm not going <laughs> <laughs> to go ahead. Sorry. I said, there's like a lot of mine popping up. I can't say that one. Uh, <laughs> I, know, I was like, mm-hmm. you need context for that. Yeah. I don't know. Probably, uh, probably Con Air with Nick Cage where he's like, you know, why couldn't you just put the bunny back in the box? <laughs> <laughs> say hello to my little friend. That's there you one. go. That is a good one. <laughs> all right. Um, Okay, what artist do you listen to when you're trying to hype yourself up? Tupac. (laughs) Wow. The the song, I don't know. uh, Who is the Chicago Bulls song? You know, when when Jordan used to take the floor, that uh, I'll never remember who it is, but it's a hype song for the Bulls. Okay. And you listen to it? Or it just makes you feel hype when you hear it? When I hear it. I have a tiger. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) That's probably what I would say. (laughs) What was it? (laughs) We're making fun of your age. Oh, thank you. No, I'm thinking fly like an eagle like Space Jam. (laughs) Oh, there you go. There you go. (laughs) Uh, Okay. One more. Um, What's yours, Kylie? Or Corey's? 
It's like, oh, I thought he was saying right over the two I, of you. I thought you were saying, no, he was oh, making fun of Scott. No, no. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh. I was thinking Michael Jordan, you know, Space Jam showing uh -huh. my age. Uh huh. Um, but hype me up. I don't know, it depends on the mood, I guess. There's definitely some hype songs, you know, like a lot of dirty heads, anything with a lot of big bass, mm. but then also like. I'm gonna be somebody. The country song. That's a, that's a good oh, hype song, yeah. depending on the moment, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Another one's the theme song to to Top Maverick Top Gun when oh. they start that thing. Out. <laughs> Another Top Gun <laughs> reference too. <yeah. laughs> it's Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise month. Uh -huh. <laughs> Tom Cruise month. Um, I don't. I can't really think of. Really, you played rugby and you don't have a hype song. I don't. I'm naturally hyped, Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> Not, I'm, I I wake up in the zone. I don't need a I don't need a song to get me there. Smelling salts is what they say <laughs> before every game. She's calling BS smelling on salt. that one. <laughs> um, okay, uh, what's your never fail um, coffee order? Hot chocolate with lots of whipped cream. <laughs> lots of whipped cream. <laughs> Add the extra whip. <laughs> I knew that was going to be your answer. That's why I asked. Scott doesn't drink coffee. Ah, okay. And he's also a 12-year-old. Oh, right. So lots of sugar, yeah. minimal. Yeah. 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 And we kind of set him up a while back. But that's a story for off air. Um, I just like black coffee with two sugars. But if I'm going to like through a drive through or something like that, I like a chai latte. That's what's my answer. <laughs> Uh, probably recently it's been a, just an Americana. That's pretty hard to mess up. So mm. if you want fail safe, hot, hot water and espresso. <laughs> it's pretty easy. <laughs> Good if answer. You mess that, if you mess that one up, you've got a problem. <laughs> Good answer. All right. So it is my honor to introduce our guest today, Corey Simon. Corey is in charge of talent acquisition at Summers Plumbing, Heating and Cooling in the Marion office. I think you also, though, work with the Kokomo team, the Fort Wayne team, the Peru team, the Warsaw, Huntington. So I am excited to have you here in the office or in the office, in our office today, but would love to hear your story of how you got to Grant County, Corey, and how you got to your current role at Summers Plumbing and Heating. So welcome, Corey Simon. Thank you. Um, well, I was, uh, was born in Marion. Um, and, uh, we lived there until I was probably five or six, um, went to Miss Cinema school K through 12. Um, my mom did the whole, put down my grandma's address before we actually got the house in gas city. Um, so the first year when they still had tuition, you know, it was shuttle Corey to school. Yeah. Now that we don't have that anymore. What's the statute of limitations on that? <laughs> it just ran out. Um, so attended Miss Cinema K through 12, um, Played, you know, your average sports, soccer, football, baseball. I broke my arm in fifth grade, so basically soccer took over every single season. Um, but in high school, um, still played the soccer. We didn't have an actual team like they do now, whereas it's Miss Sinwell's soccer team. We had to be the Twin City Soccer Club, so we were a club team, but we still were all Miss Sinwell kids. Um, and then was real involved in things like, um, the academic team, academic team or quiz bowl. Um, so did all four years on that. Um, it's basically like jeopardy, you know, competing against other schools. Um, did, uh, DECA was real big into DECA with, um, Miss Kammeyer when she had it, um, was able to go to state all three years and even qualified for our nationals my senior year to go, uh, we went to Louisville. So didn't get to go very far, uh, but it was cheap. So we was able to afford me to go. 
Um, but after high school, basically went to Indiana State, um, was majoring in criminal justice, criminology, and decided that that was not something I wanted to do the rest of my life. Um, and then ultimately, um, I had a scholarship originally down there and then fell to like a C average. So I lost that scholarship and then took a semester off and moved to Nashville, uh, Brown County, not Tennessee. <laughs> and did a did a job um, down over there while I was uh, just kind of figuring some stuff out and then tried to go back to Indiana State, got back into Terre Haute and then was bartending, got laid off uh, bartending because the bar was closing and ended up back in Grant County. Um, and so probably 2012, I was just trying to look for a job around Grant County, ended up over at General Motors um, at a security job just to endorse security. Um, worked that for about a year and was not a fan of that at all. Um, so ended up going with my dad, uh, who had laid floor covering around Grant County for the last 30, or 30 years at the time. Um, and so we ended up picking up a contract out of Indy with a company called Quad J uh, Flooring and basically just worked 1099 with American Senior Community Nursing Homes, yeah. redoing all their flooring. Um, we did that for around a year and some stuff was going on with the company that we were contracted out of. Um, and so they ended up folding, um, and went back, uh, general motors asked me to come back as a shift supervisor, which is a little bit different than a security guard. And so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll think about it, you know? And, uh, after about a couple of weeks, it's like, okay, we'll just go back there. Cause it's a paycheck. It's a job. I understand. And ended up staying another three and a half, four years, I think, in that role until um, my uncle convinced me to come over to Summers back in 2017. Uh, and, and back then, I was employed by our Kokomo branch, um, just getting in foot in the door green um, and was able within a couple of years to go from being a green service tech to doing residential sales. Um, they were opening up in Peru, Miami and Cass County, but we hadn't had a physical location yet. Uh, so I was running out of Kokomo, mainly running the calls over there and then running on call from gas city all the way to like Royal center at 2 AM is not the most fun thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so they ended up getting me into our Marion office, uh, as a senior service tech. So just running everything that basically fell to you, right. Um, customer resolutions and things like that. So did that for a couple of years. Um, and then here. About a year and a half ago, um, had started thinking, you know, I, I don't want to be a tech. That's not really what I want to do. Um, I had worked for the Gas City Chamber of Commerce in the summertime when I was at Indiana State. So I knew I liked talking to people. I knew I liked getting out in the communities. Um, and I had constantly just berated our managers over there. That, hey, we're not doing anything as far as we're not doing any events. We're not really showcasing what we've got here. Um, and word kind of got around the office that our owner was looking for a recruiter. And so I kind of told him I wanted to throw my name under the bucket for that, which really kind of shocked him in a way. Um, but after sitting down and talking about it, he decided to, to kind of give me the shot at it. And we've been going full head of steam, I guess, since then. So, so what's a, a day, a normal day look like? For, for you now? Uh, it's just a normal day could be a thousand different days, I guess. <laughs> um, so the last couple of days, um, we're running to the end of quarter three. 
Um, so all the, the main priorities are just kind of buttoning up everything. So right now, last couple of days has just been sitting in my office going through applications and doing phone interviews and, and just kind of weeding through whatever we've gotten over the last, we had a holiday weekend. So there's typically a lot more applications when we have a holiday weekend because people are at home more. Okay. Um, but other than that, I mean, tomorrow, um, I'll be over at Purdue university for a system summit for, uh, the Miss Cinema watch Academy. They're going over there and, uh, through the Indiana Mac program that Purdue's got, they're going to be putting on a seminar. I think Scott said he's going to be over there as well. So, um, just kind of getting out there. They, I really don't have a lot of a set schedule. Um, I like to say that my, my boss runs a loose ship when it comes to me. Mm-hmm. So as long as I'm doing my job, he doesn't get complaints. We get people coming in. He kind of lets me do what I, I kind of feel like we need to do. Mm-hmm. So whether that's, uh, we're going to go do the Kosciuszko fair this week, or, uh, there's a job fair in Frankie park in, in Fort Wayne, you know, I'm going to run up there with, with work one and do that. Um, but a lot of it too is getting into the community and networking. I mean, networking to me is everything. That's, that's kind of what I, I get to hire people through summers, but I like to look at my job as I'm, I'm going out and networking through summers. So being the, the person that, you know, when people think of summers like, Oh, okay. I know Corey, Corey, Corey can get me an answer, whether it's, I need a service call or I've got a nephew that needs a job. Right. Um, so things like that is, is, is normally my normal day. I guess I don't have a set normal day is, is how I feel, which I love. I mean, it keeps, keeps me busy. What, what type of role do you want to take on after this one? So you've been doing this for a year and a half to two years. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of what's the next, next step for you from a uh, career standpoint. I'm not really, I guess right now, like, I mean, I, I honestly love what I'm doing now. Um, maybe just with uh with success of my role now you know we're going to continue to grow um and so there's going to be more responsibilities with a bigger company um i know i've I've laughed with our hr manager a lot this new uh, people operations role that's popping up and and the trends of business you know taking care of your employees and worrying about their well-being to at least productivity that could be a that could be kind of a fun role or if i could maybe even just get somebody to sort through the hundreds of applications and it takes me six hours a day yeah that'd be great i'd love i'd love <laughs> to be able to just hire somebody to go through applications so um, interns might be good for that yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but as far as future i'm i'm not too sure just because this you know it's not really the projected path i had i, I wanted when I, when I talked to Dave about the role, I told him, you know, I, I want to be in, into a management role. I want to get back into that. Um, but just the opportunity to take this step and learn the background of it, be in the meetings that we're in, get to network with the people that I'm able to network with, and just basically soak up as much as I can from it and see what what roles I can fill in the future. Um, Any like we had a big uh, marketing campaign we just did with Kroger last week and marketing's not really my bill, but I just, Hey, yeah, I'll wear that hat. I'll go do that. You know, if something needs done, being the guy that's able to figure out how to do it and whatever I can pick up on the lay or whatever that turns into. So, so be it, I guess. So for us, we say we've got lifers and we've got boomerangs. So you fall <clears throat> into the boomerang category, boomerang. right? Yep. Grew up here. Some people are born here, you go off to go to school and you end up back home, right? Mm -hmm. So what are the things that when you left, did you leave with that? I'm never going back there. I hate my hometown thought process. Or did um, when you came back, did that opinion change? What does that kind of experience look like for you? 
So I was definitely on the I'm getting out, never coming back <laughs> uh, band. I'm like, yep, I'm going to go. That's at Terre Haute. I figured Indiana State is two and a half hours away. So it was far enough that nobody would come bug me. You know, I wouldn't have right. aunt, aunt show up and say, hey, we're here for the weekend. Um, but I could be home if I had to. Right. Uh, and then with the scholarship I had, I had to stay within the state of Indiana and it had to okay. be a public school. So it's like, okay, Terre Haute, you know, it falls in, into the realm. I did two college visits. I think I visited Indiana State and IUPUI. Um, I applied to both of them. And then I think Indiana State sent me the acceptance letter like a week later. And I was like, I'm done. All right, cool. <laughs> we got it. Going. Jet went to college. <laughs> got it. Um, and so that's basically just kind of how I got down there. And then once I was down there, I loved it. Um, high school was a little, a little rougher, I guess, in my eyes than college. I was a huge fan of college. I mean, it was more free flowing. You got to pick what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's just a ton more people for you to mess with. I mean, being Grant County is not the biggest County, right? right. So you're limited on who you got around you or what kind of clubs you can get into or what experiences you can have. Um, and so just getting out of Grant County, I mean, we weren't a very you know wealthy family anyway, mm-hmm. as a kid. So never getting to travel anywhere and just being able to go and being somewhere new had its whole bright shininess to it. Um, and then while I was down there, um, really had no intentions on coming back. And then when tried to get back in uh, my junior year and then got laid off from the job, it was kind of about three weeks of, oh man, there's, there's nothing I can find right away. And then we're going to have to put a button in on the dream for right now and head home and and kind of recollect and then when i got back here you just i don't know, you get kind of in that that rut you know you're, you're depressed about coming back man you know you feel like a failure because you, you you're back in grant county oh no what did i do um and then just kind of growing there it wasn't probably until 2016 2017 that i was even like you know hey you know, this is it we're gonna be here and then I had always been under that same guise, you know, you're from a small town, everybody knows everybody, you know, your business isn't your business. It's our, and then Facebook made that 10 times worse while we were away at college. Right. right? Um, and then 2017, um, my dad and my uncle passed away. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was kind of a shock because you're, again, you're in a small town, everybody hears the news and and stuff like that. But it wasn't until directly after that, that I realized there's a lot of things in a small community that you're not going to get in a big community. You know, everyone hates to live into a small town until you need to live into a small town. Um, like we just had things that getting car keys to keys that we couldn't find. And I was able to call Rob Outhouse and Mike Anderson. Boom. Had them then. Um, Mayor Jess Allen Ball would help us with some records to get. And just the community outpouring that we had just because we knew so many people in the community. Mm-hmm. And so I think at that point, it just kind of changes how you look at things. You know, if you're in a big city, you're off on your own. There's not a, there's not a community really around you unless you go out and network with the community. But when you're in a small town, you get that different feel. Yeah. So what would, now that you're back home and you're settled and this is like you said, where you're going to be, if you bring people from the outside in to visit Grant County, what are your favorite things to highlight for them? Um, coming up in a couple of weeks, we've got DuckTail and James Dean weekend. So that's obviously a huge big one. Um, living in Gas City, you've got to know the back roads. Otherwise, it's going to be a 30-minute <laughs> drive to McDonald's, right? Um, that's probably the, the biggest one. I mean, I love all the little festivals, all the little parades we do. First Fridays. 
um, whether it's Gas City or Marion, you know, the Weaver Popcorn Festival, there's just always something little going on. People say it's, a, you know, it's boring to live in a small town, but there's there literally is a thousand things you can find to do. It's just whether or not you want to be interested to go do that thing. Um, but yeah, probably DuckTail, James Dean. Um, man, we'll probably leave it there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we were chatting uh, off air and you were telling me um, you have a, a little baby at home. Mm-hmm. So, yes. so I talk have, a little bit about how the last year of your life has changed. Uh, yeah. So she is getting ready. She just turned eight months. Um, she was born January 6th. And then I have a 10 year old stepdaughter that's about to be 11. Um, so change wise, I, when I met Eden, she was like four, five, so she could talk, you know, so now I'm getting all the I'm getting all the early stuff that you get with, with being kind of the, the dad role. Um, Scott's over here shaking his head. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I'm used to them talking. Now I've just got to get used to them crying. And <laughs> what does that yeah, mean? Like, all right, this is what we're doing now. Um, but it's it's really put into focus a lot of different things. Um, so like even before me and my fiance, we've been together getting ready to be seven years um, coming up. And so it's. You, you've had that in your mind that, okay, it's family time, right? It's time to calm down. It's time to start looking at 401ks and start looking at when's the interest rates on mortgage going to drop so mm-hmm. I can save X amount of dollars. And, and I think that's really what's magnified um, having Isla is, is just that there's, it, it changes what what you're watching on YouTube, right? It's not, <laughs> it's not car crash videos or Travis Pastrana double backflips. It's <laughs> how to invest in a, in a Roth IRA mm-hmm. or how much return can I get if I go freewheeling on to Robin Hood? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, what's that plan for, you know, the, the two that are growing up in my house? Yeah. And where you say you've got a house. So did, where did you guys settle? Um, and what so I've, um, she's from Marion. Uh, okay. I actually got to, got to save her and bring her into guest city. There's no saving. Like like Grant County is a wonderful place regardless <laughs> of the city. <laughs> like when we play Marion in sports, it's fun. Cause Eden, she, she goes to Miss Sinawa and she's like, we're going to win. I go, me, you and Isla's going to win. Your mom's a giant. Um, so, <laughs> So well, that's fun, but yes, we live one yesterday. Well, their JV team did. I say, listen, their we'll varsity, okay yeah. on Friday. Yeah, their varsity <laughs> team didn't win. <laughs> but friends, this is evergreen. Somebody's listening to this four years from now. That's, that's true. Great. Sorry, that's completely great. different. <laughs> totally great. different. Sorry, um, my bad. <laughs> but yeah, so I uh, I've lived in Gas City ever since I moved back from college. Um, we had just bought a different, a lot bigger house, um, on this as really a block away from where I'd been living for the last 10 years. Um, but I am the fourth generation, I think, to have a house in gas city. So that's pretty cool to think about. Um, but yeah, we originally moved back when it was like 1936, I think is when my great grandfather came into gas city. So ever since then, there's at least been a, a different generation of Simon to own a house in gas city, which I think that's pretty cool. Um, but so obviously that's why my roots run pretty deep. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Corey, going back to, to your work on a day-to-day basis, what initially got you interested in your current field? Um, again, the, the current field, um, being in what I'm doing now was mainly my mother went to Indiana tech, graduated with a human resource degree. Um, so I knew that human resourcing and just kind of the people side of it was always there. Uh, I was honestly never interested in it. 
um, until I was getting into the service technician role. And it was kind of one of those things where you just see the people that are being brought in and you're like, you know, I think I could, I think I could find somebody a little bit better to train than what they're giving me. And it was kind of one of those, you know, put up or shut up, put your money where your mouth is. All right, you've got the good job. Go see what you can find me. And it's, it's, it just feels normal. Like I don't wake up, you know, oh man, I got to go to work today. It's like, oh, I got to go do the where we landed podcast. Or <laughs> I get to go to Purdue and meet all these people over here. There's a job fair at Ivy tech. And, um, so it's definitely, uh, it's something I never pictured myself doing. Um, but then now that I'm doing it, it's just like, it just feels normal. It's what it is. Very cool. So obviously Scott's into the business world and stuff like that. I'm into the personal stuff. I want to know, like, so you've, um, your family has been so many generations in Gas City. What are some of the other connections to Gas City that you're really proud of? Um, a, a lot of the people, I guess, I've met along the community has, has always been the community, right? Um, it's been the same people, the same families, um, whether it's been the teacher that my father had in second grade that I had in second grade or... Um, I know, like, my, my stepfather, he had... Um, Leslie Winter, he knew her when she was a teacher. <laughs> I got yep. to experience her as a principal, and and now I get to know her in a business aspect as a as a superintendent working with the school. Um, and so, just the 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 connections that you can make, the networking of growing up in. Um, again, the thing I hated as a youth that I'm finding <laughs> is awesome, and in, in, in your adult uh, aged, um, that's probably my biggest thing is just how how tight knit of a it is. Yeah, that's one of the things I found. Um, cause I didn't want to stay here either, but I fell in love and he wanted to stay here. So, um, one thing that I found is like walking into a room. One of my favorite stories is I walked in with my oldest son to preschool. So it was my first experience dropping off my baby to go to school. Right. And his preschool teacher was a friend of mine in high school. And so it felt so much easier to trust someone I knew oh, yeah. with my, my baby, right? Like this was my precious thing I'm giving over to you to keep safe. And so it was a lot easier. That experience for me was so much easier. And then I was able to tell him like, this is mommy's friend and da, 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 da. And like, then he was able to let go of me a lot easier. Cause he was like, Oh, mommy's leaving, but her friend's still here. And so, yeah, one of those things you don't think about when you're a kid that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, last, uh, <laughs> even, well, last year, um, my stepdaughter was in fourth grade. She had my sister for her teacher. So. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, like, that's my aunt. Yeah. She's like, hi, aunt, uh, Mrs. Herrera. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what am I supposed to call you today? <laughs> Mrs. Sarah. I mean, Mrs. Herrera. <laughs> That's great. We'll, we'll kind of ping pong back and forth. So, so Alicia can take the, uh, the personal side. Take I'll, the take, personal uh, questions I'll, I'll do the business side. Um, <laughs> but if you were to think about one thing that you would want to accomplish in the next year, that's work related, is there anything around that? Um, so with my scope, with, with us having a team, it's obviously, I, I can't, some of the things that I'd want, you know, I've got to, I've got to have other people on board with to get it done. <laughs> um, personally, um, just keep us growing, um, is, is obviously the main goal. We, we love to grow is, is what I like to say. I mean, usually it's 15, 20%, which we, we've been very blessed the last couple of years. So my job's very much in need <laughs> as yeah. we're constantly adding. Um, 
if if we could do one thing as a company though i I would love to see us achieve with everybody on board is to get a actual standalone training facility school whatever path we want to take with it um and just kind of get it to where we can streamline everything the way that we want to do it and and then have something formal as well so not as much we have labs in our in our warehouses and stuff that we train on but to actually have uh, a hub or something here to where i can say hey you know you're going to come here once a week and we're going to sit down and we're going to learn stuff right that would be that would be a great a great addition to but we have to get to the size that that's obviously possible yeah <laughs> so do you guys do res and i'm not ping-ponging do you guys yeah. do residential and commercial no. or just so we're strictly residential okay. um yeah, mainly, and you know, we'll have some bleed over. Like, there's a few churches and some things that have residential units. Yeah, sure, we'll we'll take right. them. But as far as the big commercials, we don't do new construction. Um, so any of the the bidding type stuff, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we we like to. I like to say we manufacture service. We're a service company that just sells furnace and heating equipment. Right. So, how many total employees do you guys have here in Marion? So here in Marion, um, we have or probably Grant f- County. Is this your only office in Grant County? Is yeah, this is our only office. So Marion services Wabash, Grant, and Blackford. Okay. Out of this office, um, they have forty-two, forty-five, depending yep. um, at the moment. But that's also including our ten corporate team. Um, so each of our businesses are in corporations; they're not franchises or anything. So we're all employed out of Marion. We go and. I guess, for lack of a better word, consult with Kokomo, and then they reimburse. But out of our Marion office, they are definitely our, our highest staffed office just because of that extra 10 or so. And now we've even brought our call center from each individual location into Marion. So whereas we used to have two or three uh, customer service reps at each location, we've now got probably nine at our Marion office and then have a CSR manager that coordinates with all their stuff and keeps them all on the same page. Where We Landed is supported today by Marion Design Co., a social design studio whose mission is to create sustainable design solutions to magnify the powerful stories behind organizations, businesses, and individuals. We believe good design should be accessible to everyone. Our clients include Marion Health, Mississinawa Schools, Princeton University, the City of Marion, and more. With a combined 46 years of professional design experience, collaboration is critical to our empathetic design solutions through graphic design, interior design, placemaking design, and design thinking. Whether it is branding, marketing, space planning, commercial or residential interior design, or strategic design thinking, Marion Design Co. will hold your story with care. Located in downtown Marion, Indiana, reach out at hello at mariondesign.co. Find us at www.mariondesign.co or on Instagram and Facebook. What's your favorite thing to do in your off time? Mm. Probably watch sports, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) So live sports? Like, do you go and watch live sports Uh, or watch it it on TV? Yeah, I mean, any, any... Yes. Any version any of the above. Um, He's an owner of the Packers, you guys. Yeah. What? Yeah. We gotta, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely sports. Um, okay, I need this story. This was obviously a green room story. Uh, yeah. The Packers. I mean, it's a Packers thing. Yeah, you, 
you can be an owner of the Packers. That's the only. Well, I guess now the Braves, you can be, you, you can get, you can buy really? stock in the company that oh. owns the Braves. Like I've got like two or three shares just because they opened it just up. Just because. Just because <laughs> I wanted. To, well, if there's another team, of course I'm gonna be an owner of it. <laughs> uh, but no, the they're publicly traded fund or not publicly oh, okay. traded, but publicly funded. Pub, yeah. And so it's a, it's. It's a stock, but it's not a stock. <laughs> like, it's a piece of paper but that I can use say, for clout. Right? Yeah. 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 And she's like, Corey's a Packer fan. No, Corey's a Packer owner. 31 teams get fans. My team I'm does not. Yeah. <laughs> so, Packers. Um, yeah. Obviously. Packers. Yeah. Any, I mean, that's, I don't get into any scripted TV anymore. I feel like we've all seen the same story portrayed 10 different ways and you can pretty much gauge by the first 10 minutes how the episode's going to go so uh anything live i mean hockey baseball i'm not huge into nba but i'll do college basketball um anything that i can sit down and have a wow moment can't believe that just happened you know? who's your baseball team um so packers red Sox, new jersey devils i, th I almost Indiana thought you Pacers. said the right answer <laughs> the, the, the reds, reds. Socks. there's a little bit there's a couple more letters on there um however yeah. it sounds like he owns part of the company that owns the braves right i don't know how it works on that <laughs> <laughs> they said here's the article here's the stock ticker and, and you're I'm like, like yeah there's 20 bucks all right done <laughs> no but yeah the the packard it's not a public it's it's literally a, a fan so fandom type fun thing they do send you a couple tickets so you can go to the uh, the owners meeting they have in the summertime and you get to go up there and they put a big old stage on the field and you get to go tour not yet because the oh, baby the baby was born uh, <laughs> the baby that'll it's become your fault. excuse for it's like the next 18 fault. years yeah. <laughs> same reason i don't have the corvette in the garage right the baby, the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, what's something no one else knows about you we're gonna roll this I did out. see that on the question prep and I'm like he normally see, has the worst and hardest yeah, questions ever I am pretty <laughs> like, I prepped him with this one I'm a pretty <laughs> open book like you get to know me uh I'm a high emotion high social guy so it's like we're gonna talk you know I'll find something <laughs> um I get the least the thing that always gets the most shock is I officiate weddings on the side so I've done three I think in the last couple of years um all word of mouth all like really you want me to do that type conversations but um i've done one in johnson county one in uh delaware county and then one in here in grant county so okay so how did you get into the <laughs> i'm gonna officiate weddings uh see that's where the story is right um <laughs> uh, so when i was in college um college i was an attorney sigma alpha epsilon um, and they ran a little bit like a town council, right? You have a city council, you have upper exec council, you have lower exec council. Um, and that's kind of where all your decisions are made. Well, we had a spot. I can't, I, I believe it was on upper, upper exec and we had a fraternity chaplain. Well, nobody had ran for chaplain in forever ever. Right. I was like, well, that's a walk-on spot, right? Nobody's <laughs> ran for it. <laughs> and so uh, I got talking with people. We were laughing and they're like, hey, Robin Big was real popular on MTV. Mm -hmm. And Rob Deerdeck uh, married, married his sister and her fiance. And he got online and got certified to do it. Uh -huh. And that was the joke of the episode. And like, how funny would it be if we had an ordained fraternity chaplain <laughs> on our exact <laughs> <laughs> So for $7.99, I got on World Gospel Mission 
and we did it. And I thought that was going to be the end of that. And it was a funny joke. And then probably eight years later, my college roommate calls me up and he's like, hey, are you uh, so ordained? He's like, me, me and Holly want you to marry us. And I'm like, haha, great, funny. You know, we've always <laughs> joked about it. Right. And he's like, yeah, he's like, she's cool with it. I'm like, no, you know, you guys need to talk to your parents, man. Like, <laughs> your parents are, well, I don't know. Her parents are religious. I don't know about There's that. There's got to be a family and, pastor yeah, who wants like, to do that. <laughs> somebody's got to veto this idea other than me. And uh, so I thought that was that. And then got the invite um, to their wedding. And and it was like two or three days before. And he's like, hey, you know, the rehearsal dinner's at this location in Trafalgar down in Johnson County. <laughs> And I'm like, what, what am I coming to rehearsal dinner for? He's like, you're marrying us. And I'm like, this is real. Oh, it's like, Tyler, I've only booked the hotel for a while. I've got to book it another night. Oh, my gosh. And so I told Hannah. And so she stayed back. She came down the second night. And I went down. And we had us a wedding in so Trafalgar. did it as a joke. And then the joke was on you. Right. And then uh, so after I did that one, um, my neighbor, um, Angie Goins, uh, I was real good friends with her and her son was a couple years behind me in school. And so I was over there a lot and they had known the joke about me marrying Tyler and his and his wife. And so uh, her and her fiance was getting married and she's like, hey, would you want to do it again? And I'm like, well, I already done it one time. What's the second time? So that was the second. And then the third was a childhood uh, friend of my sister's. And then her husband, uh, we'd known all forever. And they're yeah. like, you know, hey, we're having a nice wedding. Would you want to do it? I'm like, sure, why not? This is a normal thing at this point. <laughs> this is a normal I'm like, well, how much? I'm like, my going rate's $100. It's the only thing I've been getting paid. That's what the first mom tipped me. And I didn't even know I was getting paid. <laughs> right. I didn't even know I was doing it, let alone getting paid. <laughs> so that's kind of how that's turned in. And now it's like looking like. Hey, I'm three in. Like we could do this as a little side All venture. Right, right? your yeah. side hustle. Call it Simon says I do, and put a cap on. Oh it. My God. <laughs> <laughs> That's going on a shirt. <laughs> That's funny, Corey, Corey. What could our community be doing to help support Summers? As you guys, how long have you been in the community here? When did um, you guys start? Man, uh, so doing community projects back with DECA back in like 2006. Um, I mean, even before that, you know, youth groups like VU FCA had, had community. So I'm sorry, how long has summer's been? Oh, and okay. So summer's in the community. I was like, well, that's, there's been a lot of years I've been in the community. <laughs> yeah. um, so summers probably came into Marion around 2011, 2012. Okay. Um, they started in 69 as a mom and pop shop. And then uh, Mr. Summers had passed away in 2006. Um, they ran it until 2007 when they um, sold uh, to Indianapolis's former owner and our owner. Um, they kind of... Steve Line was his name. They he brought Dave in. Uh, our owner had started as a duck cleaner, basically, uh, with another company. All the way up to sales, followed Steve when he bought Summers, and then they started opening up Indy, um, Kokomo, and Marion were probably 2011. And Dave basically told Steve he wanted his job, you know, and Steve was done. So so Dave, in a way, bought the zip codes in the northeast corner. He could do whatever he wants with them. So with with Marion and Kokomo there. Um, we opened Fort Wayne in 2013, I believe 2007, no, then 2000, yeah, 17, we started going into Peru area, 2019, the Peru location actually was bought, 
uh, Warsaw's running on two and a half years now. And then Huntington just started in January. Anything that we can be doing to help support your business here in the community? Um, I mean, you guys could call if you're getting furnace worked on or, you know, an AC tuned up, but mainly, um, any type of community events, you know, we, everybody at summers, I feel like we love to be part of an event, whether it's a company lunch monthly Kings Island trip, or we probably have the biggest carry in I've seen outside of a 600 person church for Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, but, uh, as far as supporting us, you know, just, just keeping us in the back of your mind if you need it. Um, but on the other hand, if you know somebody that wants to get into a career in the trades and maybe doesn't know where to start and they're, they're green and, and maybe if they even want to go to college, but they don't know what to do right now, it's always a good time to learn. Yeah. Um, if you go to college, your, your hope is to have a house and that house is going to have plumbing and that house is going to have heating and cooling. So why not take a couple of years to figure out, you know, how to work on that and then whether or not you do want to do what you want to do, right? Everybody has different times that they figure stuff out. So I'm a big, big advocate of taking that, that extra year off of school, because if I would have, maybe I wouldn't be paying student loans right now for a degree. I don't believe in. Right? <laughs> uh, but so that's, that's my biggest thing, I guess, is just learning that, um, other, other trades are, there is other good jobs here in, in Grant County. And it's not just that you have to go to get a degree and, and never come back again. I mean, a lot of the people that um, when I was in school, they were told, you know, you had to go to college to be successful. There's not a lot of college jobs here in Grant County. So if we're sending these kids to go get a degree, we're not keeping our best people here in Grant County. We're sending them to other people's counties. Um, and so just that mentality is, is probably the biggest thing that I preach anymore when I go to these communities. Um, with the way that we're doing our kind of business, I, I love that aspect because you do have companies the size of us that do our territory, right? There's companies in Fort Wayne that's got six or seven install crews for their one shot, but they're running all the way to Elkhart. They're running down to Muncie, all the way over to Kokomo out of that one shop. Whereas we're taking those jobs and, and spreading them out into the communities that, that don't have a $65,000 install position or any way to even learn about it because that job's in Fort Wayne. No kid from Tipton's going to want to drive to Fort Wayne to learn how to do plumbing. He's going to go somewhere around there. So just knowing the quality that, that we ask the community service that we bring, um, and being able to provide those type of jobs in the smaller communities is, is really what, what I love about what we're doing. If somebody wanted to reach out, what's the best way to get in touch if they were said, Hey, I've got a family member or myself that would be interested in being a part of the summer's team. How do you recruit? How do you go about doing that? And how do we, how would people get in touch with you? Um, so we are, we have staff in the front lobby, uh, here at our Marion location, the other locations it's hit or miss whether or not you're going to find staff at the GMs there if he's out on a call. Um, so indeed is, is probably the easiest just because it's the most popular. I hate saying go to indeed to find us, but it does seem to be the easiest for people. Um, any of the numbers on our vans in your service area, if you give a call, the, the customer service rep that, that picks up the phone. She's got my email. So, I mean, anybody that you can at least talk to, if you can find a number for us, you can find someone that'll get you to get your name at least over to me and see, see what we can do. So one of the things we ask every single person 
And since you've got such a great rapport and stuff like that, I know this question might take a little while, but we always like to one uh, ask what you're watching, reading, listening to. Like, are there? You said you don't binge watch TV shows, right. so we're good there. But like, do you, are you a movie person? Um, do you listen to podcasts? Do you read books? Like, what does that look like for you? Um, so podcast wise. I mean, there's a lot of... I mean, other than us, obviously. Yeah, I'll say this week it has been where we landed <laughs> in, in the car. Um, but podcast-wise, I mean, everybody likes a little bit of Joe Rogan mixed in, but not too much. Um, but a lot of HVAC podcasts on just technical stuff, um, ESPN radio. It, it, a lot of times it depends on the time of day and, and what I'm listening to. If it's morning, it's probably what just happened the night before on ESPN radio. If it's... 2 p.m. and I can't find anything but top 40 hits. It's probably something on Spotify that I can find. Um, I'm a big Audible guy. I, I was never into books, but you get into Audible and you can just put the headphones on and braise up a compressor. At now it's drive to Fort Wayne or wherever. Um, that's that's become a huge thing of mine. And it's not really even just storybooks, but uh, like um, well, when we were having the baby, it was the happiest baby on the block. Was was the book that I was listening to all the time, and so just something that will kill the background noise, but maybe throw a piece of nugget of information that I can I can keep for the day, or as long as something sticks, maybe it's it'll be beneficial to just have that on instead of the same song I've sang a thousand times, right? Um, to kind of circle back on. You personally, if you had a definition of success for yourself, what would you say? What's your definition of success? Um, I guess I need to change it because when I had seen that, um, when I was a kid, I, I would be, I mean, I'm happy to say that I would think that what I'm doing right now would be my kid's definition of success, successful. Um, having a family, a, a two-story house and living, you know, just kind of living the, the American dream, right? Um, successful, though, is just constantly being there for, for my family, I guess is, is my biggest thing. Um, we were always, you know, I came from a split family. Um, uh, my mom remarried when I was in sixth grade. Um, and so I got that, that kind of childhood to look back on and, and just knowing that providing, you know, a stable home, a, a good income, a steady income and being able to do things for them that I was never able to do. Um, I know when you guys had Rachel on, she talked about rest dance, Oh, dance is, dance is a thing. That's that competition team multiple times a year. We're traveling. I mean, so, so, so being your able, stepdaughter's a dancer. Oh, Jamie Bragg is, is <laughs> took me all over this East coast. Right. I thought um, it was you. No, I thought yeah, maybe you were yeah. telling me your dance team. I would break another, well, probably tear an ACL. I, I'm coming off of last year. I had to hobble around all ducktail because I had tore my ACL probably about a week before ducktail. So this year it's like, what can I do to not Aaron Rodgers my knee? Right. right. I know it's evergreen. No, no, everyone will remember when Rodgers did that. <laughs> so you're a dance dad. Yeah. Then how is being a dance dad um, now knowing you're going to be a girl dad mm, for a while? I I have told Hannah I am going to be her biggest barrier into getting too into it. Into it. Uh, like it's great when they're little, but I. I just, I need something sports wise. Right. <laughs> I told her, you know, she's like, well, it'd be great. They both could do dance and they're not gonna be on the competition, but maybe a couple of years. I'm like, I can't coach dance. Right. I can't. <laughs> You're like, I need a softball player. Yeah, I'm tired of being like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> have fun at dance practice. See you in two hours. And 
that's that. And it's one routine, you know, <laughs> six times a year. And no, give me nine innings. Give me some outs. Give me some sad days, happy days. That's I, what I want to see. I, I see his uh, <laughs> little eight month old already with like the softball and softball mitts. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, you know, as a boomeranger, so is there anything that you would change or adjust about Grant County to help us get even better than we are today? I mean, we're, I feel like we're starting to get back into vocation, you know, when you get in the bigger, the bigger cities, you do see a lot of ease of access. You've got trade schools, you've got, uh, work. I mean, we have work one, but you've got whole buildings dedicated to that, you know, in the bigger cities and not just one organization, they've got multiple. Um, so now that we're getting back into ease of education other than college, I think is a huge thing seeing the the high schools go back to the academies like they're looking at and and starting to talk more about the trades and wood shop metal shop um but just access to to different things i think would be the biggest the biggest hurdle that we have around here um i remember when i was at miss cinema we had we had french and spanish was the two we could take and i just I was amazed that Marion had six or seven different languages you could take. I'm like, I didn't know they could find that many teachers that could, you know, like, wow. And so just, just being able to come out of our, our little community and be able to explore a lot of different things. Um, that was my biggest takeaway from what getting out and, and even now still traveling. Um, like we just went to Mexico, I think a month ago and just seeing the differences that are, that are out there. Um, you get used to the environment that you're raised in, especially if you've only been raised in one community. So getting out and just seeing how people do things differently, different cultures, different, you know, just kind of diversifying your, your mind a little bit. A wrap question for you, but for those who have kids, what skills or passions did you have as a child that may have helped shape your career today? Is there anything you can look back on <sighs> and say, man, these are some things that I had as a kid. Um, talking <laughs> not setting up i think is probably the one that helps now um no back then you know i was a shyer kid but you got me in the right environment where i was comfortable and I'd, I'd talk your ear off um but i think a lot of it is knowing what your your troubles were as a kid knowing what i was bad at and then being aware of them as you get older has probably helped me a lot more than what i was actually good at um knowing how to rein in certain certain characteristics that you don't really <laughs> know and when to let somebody speak or, or uh, I was habitually tardy I felt like as a kid and so now it drives my fiance crazy if we're if we're not a minute early we're late and if we're late it is a big deal <laughs> for the record he was 15 minutes early to Scott's Scott asked him early. to be 15 minutes early <laughs> and he was 15 minutes earlier today. So <laughs> it yeah, stuck, it stuck with like him that. on the right. record for your fiance. Yes. <laughs> she will love it. And yeah. It's a great trait. I've had people, parents that say this to their kids, like if you're not five minutes early, you're late type of thing. Yeah. So, um, Oh, that's our whole mentality. When we do interviews, you know, we start our day at seven 30 and by that, we mean we start at 7.15. Now, obviously, I can't pay you for 7.15, and I can't dock you for being here at 7.25, but I will remember, and it goes a long way. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good if people are showing up early for their interviews yeah. and stuff and uh, making sure that they're oh, yeah. on time. Yeah, and there's it's that's one thing I think it would, it'd be amazing to, to get some more skills in is just, like, how to do the soft skills in school. I know, like, 
I had DECA, so I felt like we had it. But if you, if you didn't take that class, yeah. you know, you wouldn't have had those soft skill learning and things like that. So I, it is nice that those are available, but without shoving it down a child's throat, I don't get how you get them to. Well, and that's one of those <laughs> things they say too, like we talk about sports and athletes right. and stuff like that. Hunter started playing football this year and he was like five minutes before practice. He was there and he's mm. like, everybody was already on the field and his football coach, knowing that he's the new kid was like, football practice starts at this point right. in time. So you need to get here early enough to get your pads on and all right. of that kind of stuff. So you're walking out on the field five minutes before practice starts. So he comes home. So we're like practices at, you know, four o'clock. Why do you have to be at the field at three? Mm -hmm. And he's like, because I got to be there early so I can be the first one in to get my pads to do all of these things. So even in those situations, I think you do learn a lot of soft skills in some of that extracurricular stuff that schools offer, right. um, which is why it's hard to watch some of that stuff go by the wayside, whether it's dance, orchestra, theater, sports, whatever it is. Um, it is a big struggle to we lose some of those soft skills in that learning. Corey, it's been great to get to spend some time with you today and and thank you for joining us. Um, it's been great to spend time with our listeners as well. Um, so please download us, like us, and tell others about where we landed, and we'll see everybody next week. Thanks, see ya. Corey. Bye. See Today's podcast was engineered by Kyra Montero of Frequency Canvas. <laughs>